Hello, friends, and welcome to Unwrapped. I'm Brian. And I'm Josie. Honey, what's new in our lives? Well, I think the most top of mind thing is our 12 days of sweetness. Yep, our 12 days of sweetness. Uh, it's the play on words of the 12 days of Christmas. Can't believe we're back. We're already on Christmas. It's it, insane. I, I can't I can't fathom how fast this year went by for us. I feel like it was just the other day that I was decorating last year's Christmas tree. Yeah, and we were still in our apartment and, oh man, good times. I know. It, it's kind of crazy when I think the older you get, your time just passes by a lot faster. I think when you're a kid, time is so slow. And now I just time just flies. I, yeah. I can't. No, there, there's actually a study. Now, I'm sure someone's going to fact check me here, but that's fine. There's there's a study that was done that the older you get, your perception of time speeds up. Yeah. So, you know, like when you hear our parents and we're like, oh, my God. Like you have grandkids, not us, but <laughs> you have grandkids and oh my God, they're getting this age. Oh my goodness. You know, so yes, the perception of time goes by faster the older you get. So yes. it's, it's just crazy. But yeah, the 12 days of sweetness, it's basically 12 days of amazing deals that you'll be able to find scattered all through our different platforms, whether it's through email, Instagram, or Facebook. But every single day there will be a different and amazing sale and giveaways yeah we're gonna give away like just a bunch of free stuff uh we're gonna be obviously doing some sales as well um and yeah just a bunch of fun stuff so so we're probably gonna be doing like a, a pdf version or it's gonna live on the website we're still not sure yet on how we're gonna kind of like let everybody know where to be uh for these sales to happen or you know because there's gonna be different discount codes and giveaways and stuff so we just want to make sure that Everyone knows where to go at all times. Um, it's even it, we're even gonna do one here on the podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so there's gonna be a bunch of different, um, I guess, avenues to take to take part of these twelve days. So if you're not subscribed to our email list, I would highly suggest you do that. Um, and if you're not following us on all the socials, uh, just do us a favor, follow us. It's it's at PBH Foods everywhere. But yeah, those are the 12 days of Christmas. I'm so excited for it. I know all you guys loved it last year and I'm excited to just give away things. It's it's we're in the I'm in the giving mood and I can't wait to give to all you guys. All right, Oprah. <laughs> You're right. Like I love giving away stuff because the people who we're giving it to are the people who have supported us. Yeah. Right. Whether whether they purchase from us or they just follow us on social or, you know, whatever it is, they're supporting us one way, shape or form. And this is just our way of giving back to the people who support us. So so at the end of the day, it just makes me feel good. Me too. Yeah. So outside of or, or in the holiday spirit, I should say, we also got our Christmas tree. <laughs> so that was an interesting story. Um, we went to Costco. And by the way, if you're if you're looking for cheap trees, uh, you know, Costco, if you want to sponsor this podcast, please do so. But this is not sponsored. Uh, if you want to go to Costco and get you know, like a $49 tree as opposed to the astronomical price of like $80, at least here in Miami, they're like $80 to get a, to get a tree. Um, just go to Costco if you have a Costco membership. Yeah. They're they're $50. It's insane. I mean, yeah. so you didn't even want a real tree this year. You wanted a fake tree. Yeah. I wanted a fake and phony tree. <laughs> and the only reason why I wanted one was because one, I, I didn't want to contribute to the axing of, uh, of Christmas trees, but at the same time, it's actually my laziness. 
Um, it's just kind of like putting it together, uh, spray some some pine smell on top of it, and call it a day because it's already pre-lit. It's 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 the most amazing invention ever, but they are really expensive, and we have no intention. If we do get one, we have no intention of throwing it away, so we're not going to contribute to waste. I know, but I guess for me, it was the tradition. My family's always had a real Christmas tree, and we've always just always had a real tree and we were already in line to get a tree and i'm like okay i'm not i already drove all the way over here i'm not gonna go somewhere else to go buy a fake tree yeah we were in like when we arrived to costco there was already lines all over the place and i i just hate waiting in lines i mean who doesn't um and one of the things i told josie i was like man if we just if we just get a fake tree eventually it's gonna pay itself off because we're not gonna throw it away so we're gonna have this tree it's gonna be around for you know three four five years whatever it is it's gonna pay itself off so eventually we'll i don't want to say make money on the tree <laughs> but but you know we'll it'll pay itself off i told them i wasn't opposed to it and i think next year we can do the fake tree route and then i can get it on sale for christmas like the after christmas sales we can snatch a little baby up and um have it ready but you know what else is is kind of cool about a real tree the fact that we have to be inventive and put the tree on the top of our of our car and hope that it doesn't fall off oh yeah that's right i forgot <laughs> about that part yeah the 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 getting or the you know setting up the tree to take it to our house for transport um was i guess kind of comical we don't we don't have a truck or an suv or anything like that so we just have a sedan and and josie was watching youtube videos on on how to tie a tree on the top of your car um because we've never done that so we put the tree on top of the sedan and they didn't give us enough rope but we may do we may do it didn't fall off you know no one's gonna make a meme about about you know a tree falling off our car or anything like that so we're still safe um but yeah it was it was a very interesting and fun experience see you don't get that we have a fake tree you're exactly right i don't get that i don't have to stand in lines all day i don't have to you know contribute to these you know these trees getting cut down on top of that the trees don't shed those fake trees don't shed and and we have to you know the cleanup afterwards you know i don't know i don't know I i'm mean, not sold we'll see i'm not opposed to the fake trees are you guys Real tree fans or fake tree fans? Oh yeah, let's let uh, let's do a poll here. So if you're a fake tree person or a real tree person, uh, just hit up uh, hit us up on Instagram. Uh, we'll put mine and, and Josie's Instagram in the show notes, and then you guys can follow us and and let us know if if we're crazy because we want fake trees, or if we are I don't know. Let us know. Lastly, our Black Friday or Black Friday in general uh, finished. Let's talk about Black Friday. How did we do Black Friday? Did we buy anything on Black Friday, like from our favorite companies? How, what did Black Friday look like business side and on the personal side? So Black Friday used to be one day sales for everybody, right? And now I feel like Black Friday, it's a whole weekend thing. And it's not just on our end. It's something that a lot of businesses did where we did Black Friday from Friday all the way until Cyber Monday. And people took advantage. We decided to do a little bit of, of changing throughout. We did different sales each day, but it was cool. I think our people were able to take advantage and we had, you know, we're still sending out a lot of the orders and we're, I'm so grateful for everyone that ordered on Black Friday and took advantage. Yeah, and, and it, it's a testament to the love of our company. So what's amazing is 
the fact that we're competing against these giants that are selling electronics, their widgets, you know, whatever it may be, and people are still buying our products, you know, like they're allocating some of their dollars to support us yeah. and, and, you know, to make their stomachs happy. So that makes me extremely happy that you guys, you know, go out of your way to take part of kind of like our sales. Yeah, that was exciting. And I don't think we even participated in many Black Friday deals ourselves. Um, I do every single year I buy, I take advantage of the Sephora sale because they have some pretty cool, um, they have a face wash that I love that's always $15 and regular price I think is like $35. So I stock up for the whole year and then I buy some mascara and a little bit of makeup. So that's pretty much the only thing that I think we ended up buying. For well, I bought, I bought supplements. Okay, so yeah, you bought some supplements. I bought the mascara and the and the face wash. Oh, and we got some sunglasses. Oh, we did. We got some sunglasses. It was a buy one, go one free. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and the sunglasses that we got were, you know, they weren't expensive glasses. They were no. like 50 bucks. Yeah. So there was like, we went to the mall, which we never do on Ever. Black Friday. But we had just left the gym. We decided to go to the gym on Black Friday. So we left the gym pretty early. We just decided we just hopped over to the to the mall, which is like five minutes yeah, from the, the gym. The mall, I, I literally run. That's part of my run route. When I run from the gym, I run to that mall. That's how close it is. It's not even a mile away. Yeah. So we went there got some stuff and left there was no we found parking super easily wasn't wasn't a big deal so yeah. it was it was okay but when we left it that's when, that's when people were following us and yeah and, you know trying to hunt us down for our parking space i wanted to buy some patio furniture for the house but i ended up not doing it just because i don't know I, i'm i'm one of those shoppers that ends up putting a ton of stuff in my cart and i'm like thinking about it and i'm like do i really need that nah, not really i'm so. sure you're not alone i'm sure there's there's plenty of people who are listening to us right now that have done the exact same thing i mean i did the same thing yeah i it's funny because the supplements that i bought like it was just like protein and creatine and and i think it was like um like fish oil and bcas like it was it was stuff that like you can literally find anywhere yeah and and the fact that it was on black friday i was like oh yeah i gotta take advantage because it was like 30 percent off but there was one company that i wanted to purchase their stuff and it, like for example creatine is creatine everywhere yeah right creatine monohydrate is 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 the same thing everywhere you go it's unflavored like and these guys had it for more expensive and though i wanted to support them right i was like uh i can get this for like ten dollars <laughs> cheaper you know like somewhere else because it's literally the same thing there was nothing proprietary about that so you know when it comes to that i i definitely uh price shopped i mean i always do i can't say i never do but that was that was our black friday it wasn't too exciting so that's what we did. Yeah. We didn't do much, but. But it was fun. Yeah. So so let's just jump into questions, honey. Uh, as always with our questions, if we answer your question on the show, we're going to send you some amazing treats on us just for being awesome and ans and, and asking a question on the show. Um, Stacy or Nick is going to reach out to you because you put your email whenever you ask us a question. If you, if you look in the show notes to this episode, there's going to be a link there. And all you need to do is put your name. Uh, if you want to remain anonymous, you you know just specify that. Uh, you put your email so that way we can reach out to you to let you know that we're going to send you some goodies. And obviously your question. So we're going to just jump right into it. The first question comes from Rebecca. And Rebecca first gives us a compliment. And then she asks her question, which is, I love, love, love your keto line. Would you ever be open to expanding it? Holiday flavors? 
especially Christmas, and all the delicious flavors that your company could make. So Rebecca is asking, honey, if we're going to expand our keto line um, into holiday flavors. What's your answer for that? Of course. (laughs) We do it every year, Rebecca. So every year we always make sure to come up with holiday flavors. Right now for the fall, we had a bunch of pumpkin flavors. And now for more of like the winter season, we're going to have the peppermint, the ginger spice. So we're releasing um, ginger spice rolls. We're releasing keto peppermint fudge, paleo peppermint fudge. We have some keto ginger donuts, some paleo ginger donuts, and even some ginger cookies. So there's a lot of holiday flavors coming out this month. Yeah, and and notice how Josie said paleo and keto. We want to make sure that everybody has an amazing holiday. So we're <laughs> so we're definitely tending to our keto audience and our paleo audience, and we're and we're I think we're kind of evenly distributing that. Yeah, um, and. Of course, as always, our paleo products are you know paleo, but our keto products are also paleo. Yeah, they just have no sugar in them. Yeah. So so yeah, Rebecca, we're we're definitely expanding the keto line, um, and then probably next year we'll we'll have some more staples that that go in, but that's for a later date. Okay, the next question comes from Amber. So Amber asks, "What was the one thing that scared you about starting a business like PBH?" Amber, I'm I'm gonna kind of just go on a limb here i don't know if you're if you're saying specifically like a food business or just like jumping into business in general um but i'll answer this first i when we started the business we were young and naive and we're base we basically just graduated college so we weren't really scared of much we thought we were bulletproof (laughs) um and we started we started very small so we started with with Josie's mom's oven like at her mom's house so um and Josie can expand on that but uh I'm gonna say for me my my biggest fear is is not it's it's now more than it was when I was starting but my biggest fear right now is basically creating something that our customers don't love and I'm pretty sure that that goes with every business but we do a lot of research and and testing and making sure that that products not only taste delicious but that fit people's macros Mm. but also from a flavor perspective and we just want to make sure that it makes you happy right you spend your dollars uh to eat our products and we want to make sure that that your whole experience from the moment that you purchase from the moment that you eat it is a pleasant and happy experience and when we don't get that that is my biggest fear is people just telling us like yeah, this sucks or this tastes like garbage or, you know, whatever it is. So that's my biggest fear. Yeah. I mean, I'm always fearful that people aren't going to like it. But for the most part, I think we do a really good job at making sure that what we do release is great. But obviously not everything is received in like positive manner. So that is a fear of mine. But I think my biggest fear is obviously what if one day none of you guys even want my stuff anymore and it's just one of those um i guess like the biggest thing is like fear of failing and making sure that what if what if what we're doing doesn't work and it doesn't and we end up failing so i think that's always something that you're always thinking about and um like he said when we first started the business it was always fear of is this even going to work and it was always the fear of not knowing we were just kind of every single day was a struggle for us and it was the fear of maybe these doors are going to be closed and we don't even know what's going to happen yeah that was that was when we got our bakery Mm -hmm. yeah 
when we when we first got the bakery in, and we almost closed our doors yeah. a few times. Yeah, but it's it shows that that we're re- re- relentless and we're just pushing and make making sure that we are evolving and that we are growing and learning every single day. Yeah, and that and and just just to kind of echo what you just said we didn't know what the hell we were doing no <laughs> when we started this business we just knew that we had a great product and it was solving our problem which is why our business never grew to the speed that a lot of these businesses grow yeah they have a lot of money that is injected into them and they have people who come in and just kind of take over their business for them we've yeah. we've been doing this ourselves and we've been learning and we our growth has been slow but it has but it's grown i'm damn proud of what we've been able to accomplish with just us too and it's kind of going off of topic of what are we fearful of but um it kind of goes hand in hand with the question but yeah i mean listen as an entrepreneur we're all terrified we're all terrified that that our businesses is going to one day crumble or customers are just not going to love our products anymore or we're not going to have an audience or whatever it may be. But what separates entrepreneurs from everybody else is that we face our fears every single day when we wake up. I mean, we've had to, especially with the whole launch of, P- of the new PBH Foods, every single day has been the best day of our since the launch. Yeah. And the reason why is because we started everything from scratch yeah it's like we started a brand new business yeah and we've said it before and it's one of those things where if we would have been scared to do this we wouldn't have ever done it and we decided we're gonna do it and everyone advised against it and we said no we're gonna do it literally everybody advised us do not change your name you know your name at when it was paleo bakehouse had so much search potential and so yeah. much you know this and that but at the end of the day when it feels when it feels right you it, you need to do it yeah and and you don't want to regret not you know not doing something not taking that risk because right now things are you know things are relatively slow in you know in our terms um when it comes to like sales or whatever it is um but we know that it's going to pick up because it 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 did when it was Paleo Bakehouse, when we, you know, when we put all of our, you know, time and energy and focus into that. Now we're doing the same exact thing with PBH Foods and it's it's only going to snowball from here. Yeah, I, I agree for sure. So the last question comes from Charles and Charles asks, do you have any advice on running a business with your spouse? So I think I think this question is uh, we're pretty well qualified to answer <laughs> this question. So, honey, you can you can start. So you and I have been in business pretty much almost all our relationship, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, it started It started with the gym. Yeah. And then it turned into where we are right now. Yep. And I think what's worked for us is, in short, is just stay in your lane, basically. Know your strengths and do what you know you're good at and let the other person do what they're good at. And we've been able to... Be, like we've been able to to figure out what our roles are and we've remained um and we've just stayed doing what we are good at yeah i mean of course we support each other yeah. right uh we support each other with each other's roles but at the end of the day the first thing is always know that this person is your life partner first and then your business partner right yeah. like josie will always be my wife before she is my business partner like she was my girlfriend 
before she was my business partner, right? So you have to go into this knowing that at the end of the day, you're going home with that person and you're going to sleep with that person (laughs) and you're going to have dinner with that person. And you need to make sure that you always treat each other with love and respect and and always over communicate just like in a marriage right you always want to over communicate you want to listen with an active ear and you know a full heart so that's what i would say um if you know the only piece of advice because josie josie already kind of gave that piece of advice when it comes to tactically like in a like in a business but i'm gonna say that you need to treat that person like your husband or your wife first and foremost Yeah. And it's just separating work life from your personal life. And basically for me, it's also, we've also learned to play on each other's strengths. Mm -hmm. So I've always said that I'm the the brains of the business and you're the heart of the business. So a lot of times we're able to just balance each other in that aspect. So I think that's so important to figure out what each other's strengths are and work from that. Yeah. And it's it's funny because like just to kind of elaborate on, on what Josie just said about the the brain and the heart. So so Josie, whenever whenever someone, I guess, has like like an issue or anything like that, more more than likely they come to me. Right. Or more than likely they come <laughs> to me if they want like a pep talk, you know, yeah. like a, like a motivational speech. Right. Like, a, you know, to, to get them up and going again. That's when our team comes to me. If they want like a direct response, uh, they usually go to Josie. So Josie's very tactical. She's very methodical. And, and she has like a very direct answer when people ask, ask her a question. For me, I, for some reason, I just go on tangents and <laughs> I talk people's ear off. And, you know, sometimes they like that. And sometimes they just want a direct answer. So, <laughs> so in any case, Josie is definitely the brain uh, behind the operation. And I'm the one that loves to give people hugs. It works out though. So good for us. Yeah. All right, Charles. I I really hope that answered your question uh, regarding running a business with your spouse. But if if anybody wants us to elaborate on more questions, uh, you know, please feel free to reach out to us again on our Instagram, which will be in the link in the show notes. Um, But with that being said, this ends this episode of Unwrapped. If you'd like to support the show, Please do us a huge favor and rate us wherever you listen to your podcast. This will not only help us get shown to other potential listeners, but it'll also make us feel warm and fuzzy inside. If we really like your review, then we'll share it on the next episode. And with that, I'm Brian. And I'm Josie. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.